Amen. Why don't we lift up our hands to the Lord right now and give him praise. Come on, he's worthy of all the praise and the honor and the glory. Hallelujah. There's nobody like Jesus. There's nobody beside Jesus. Come on, he is high and lifted up, and his train of victory fills the temple. Hallelujah. Can we put God right where he belongs right now at the center of our affection? Come on, can we just lift up our hands one more time? I know we worship. Hallelujah. But I feel the glory and the power of a living Savior in this place right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you alone are worthy to be praised. You alone are worthy to be glorified. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. It is my distinct honor to be here today. Amen. With Apostolic Revival Center. Amen. To be among people that love and value revival and the work of God and the Spirit of God. Amen. There's, you can go a lot of places. Amen. And uh, you won't feel what we feel here today. Amen. You won't hear what you hear, what is preached over this sacred desk. Amen. Not because I'm preaching, but because there is leadership here, there's ministry here that believe in the unadulterated word of the Lord. Amen. This word, we still believe this word saves. Can I tell you, it was the word of God that spoke this world into existence. It's the word of God that is going to bring order to the chaos of our lives. It is going to be the word of God that brings life and order and purpose, amen, to our lives here today. Amen. We thank the Lord. We, we, it's truly an honor to be here. Amen. I want to thank Pastor Hood, amen, and Sister Hood, amen, for allowing us to be here. Amen. We're grateful for all the hospitality, the lodging, the basket. Amen. We are, we are truly blessed to be here. Amen. Also, as he said, amen, he is one of my best friends. Amen. And I thank him for his friendship. Amen. And uh, in launching out in home missions, it's not an easy thing to do. Amen. And, uh, and it's good to have a group of people behind you that you can join together and pray with. Amen. To call on. Amen. As we co-labor for the Lord. Amen. So it is an honor. Amen. To have him as a friend. Amen. Sisterhood as a friend to our family as well. Amen. Although I don't know many of you personally, I think I know the Reyes family, amen, that's probably about it, amen, but um, although I don't know you personally, amen, you have been continually in our prayers, amen, we believe in this church, we believe in this leadership, amen, we believe in the vision and the direction that God is taking this church, amen, we believe in the impact that God is, amen, going to use you, amen, to make an effort for the case of Christ in this greater region, amen, we believe it. We're behind you, amen. And we send greetings, amen, from our local congregation in San Leandro. They have prayed for this service, amen. And we're believing that God's going to do a great thing. I want to thank my wife, amen, and my kids, amen, for joining me here today. They are my greatest treasure and joy. And, uh, and I, they are a blessing from the Lord, amen. So at this time, if we could just join together and worship, amen. And Sister Silva sings, and let's just worship together, amen. Praise the Lord, church. Scripture says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. I believe sometimes we cheat ourselves and we stand outside the gates and we don't enter in to his gates. Right now, it's just another opportunity to enter into his gates with thanksgiving. God's been so good. Amen. Worship with me, please.
glad you serve a God that his love endures forever. Amen. All space and time, all circumstances, all situations, his love endures from everlasting to everlasting. Can we just thank him right now?
Hallelujah. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn to two passages of Scripture. Exodus chapter number 16. Amen. In Psalms 106. Exodus chapter number 16, starting in verse number 4. And I do understand the predicament that I am in today. And uh, I am standing between you and the ribs and the chicken. Elder Reyes took me back to the office and I walked through there. I said, man, what a sweet savor. And uh, I understood my job was cut out for me. Praise God. Amen. But with the help of the Lord, I believe God has a message for his people today. Amen. Exodus chapter number 16, starting in verse number four. The Bible says, then said the Lord unto Moses, behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. And the people shall go, shall go down out and gather a certain rate every day that I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. That I may prove them whether they will walk in my law or no. Amen. Let's move over to Psalms 106, starting in verse number 13. They soon forgot his works. They waited not for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert. And he gave them their request, but he sent leanness into their soul. He gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. And with the help of the Lord, amen, and your help here today, I want to preach to you along this title, when, when you get what you want, but not what you need. When you get what you want, but not what you need. Can we put our Bibles down one more time? Let's just lift up our hands to the Lord. He is worthy. We need his help here today. Lord Jesus, I come to you today humbly, Lord, understanding, God, that I am just flesh, God, but, God, it is your spirit, God, that enables, that quickens. Lord, we know your word is anointed, God, but I'm asking you today, Lord, help me, God, to get out of the way, God, and just deliver your word as you've set it upon my heart. I pray, Lord Jesus, let there be revelation and understanding. Let there be conviction. Let there be hope. I pray, preach to these precious people today, God. Help us today, God, to be a blessing to you, your people today, Lord. We honor you and praise you in the matchless name of Jesus Christ. Can we clap our hands to the Lord as we're seated today? Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Moses led millions of people out of captivity from Egypt to think not only Moses, not only did Moses have to lead the people physically, but he had to take a mob of slaves and try to lead them and train them to be the nation, not a nation of slaves, but the nation that had been called and chosen by God. And God, who loved the children of Israel and chose them and determined to make them a peculiar people, unto himself undertook to teach them and to show them who he was amen and who they were to him he was not surprised amen by the condition of israel as a people group he knew the condition of each and every heart he seen the law he seen the loss of identity they had while being in bondage in egypt but from generation to generation 
I am here today to preach to you, amen, and declare to the people of God, every guest and every visitor, that God is not surprised at where you are today or where you have been, amen, amen, but he desires to show you who he is in his power and his mercy, amen, and he desires to reveal to you who you are to him. Amen. I don't care where you come from. I don't care, amen, about the past, amen, in your history. Amen. But I serve a God, amen, that is full of mercy. Amen. That has the power to change you from the inside out. Amen. In a society that is so fixated on what you look like on the outside, I'm glad I serve a God that is able to transform hearts of stone, amen, to hearts of flesh. Amen. I am so glad, amen, that I serve a God that is able to mend broken minds. I'm so glad that I serve a God that is able to mend the brokenhearted and set at liberty the captive. Amen. You may be seated. He took care to teach them by every means, amen, not only by the higher and more spiritual, amen, not just by the manifestation of his spirit, amen, through the pillar of cloud, amen, by day, and the pillar of fire by night, amen, or the parting of the Red Sea, but God used the typical, the mundane to teach them, amen. He taught them through their hunger and their thirst, amen, by the supply of the water from the rock and by the manna that he provided each and every day. Amen. There are some lessons to be learned from the manna. Amen. God desired to teach them who he was through the gift of manna. He taught them he was for them. He taught them, amen, he showed them that he was their God. He showed them, amen, that he was, they, were, they were his people and that he would provide for them every day. He would provide enough according to their needs for that day. Every man, woman, and child. Amen. Can I tell you this, this, this afternoon, amen, the Bible says that some took much and some took little. Amen. But they had what they needed. It was enough. Amen. There is a God here today. Amen. That he knows exactly where you're at. Amen. He desires to supply the need in your life. Amen. He, oh, come on. I'm not just talking personally today, but I'm talking about your family. I'm talking about your children. Amen. I am talking... Oh on somebody. Amen. There is a God. Amen. That is in this place today. Amen. That knows exactly where you are at. He is a personal God that cares for his people. And he was teaching them that he is worthy of the name Jehovah Jireh. Amen. He, he was revealing to them, amen, that word Jehovah Jireh, that title simply means, amen, the Lord who provides or literally means the Lord that sees and the Lord that will see to it. Amen. If you are here today, God sees right where you're at. Amen. God knows right where you are at. Amen. God knows how many nights you've spent crying yourself to sleep. Amen. God knows, amen, the depression, the rest you up when no one is around. Amen. I'm talking to saints and visitors. Amen. There is a God that knows right where you're at. Amen. I know, amen, you are a beautiful looking group today. And I know we do our best, amen, to bring our best to the house of God. And that's right before the Lord. But I'm here today to tell you, amen, God knows right where you are at beyond what you look like on the outside. God knows where you Amen. He is the God that sees, and he is the God that will see to it. Amen. Amen. I know 
Amen. The tagline of this church, I've read it, amen. It is a safe place in the ark. Amen. Visitor friend, you are right where you need to be. Amen. Amen. You're not sitting amongst a bunch of people that will look down their nose at you. Amen. And where you are at. Amen. But you are sitting next to people that have a very similar testimony to where you are at. Amen. You may be sitting next to people that look polished and they got their life together. But there was a day, amen, that they were just on the bar stool just like you might have been last night. Amen. There are folks here today, amen, that may have had bigger addictions than you would even imagine. But they are here today by the grace and the goodness of God. They are here today, amen, by a God that's seen where they were at and seen to where they were at. Hallelujah, Jesus. Amen. And God was teaching them through the manna that it was, he was an everyday God. Amen. Moses instructed the people of God not to hold on the manna to the morning, but to collect it, amen, and prepare it for the day. Amen. And then the Bible goes on, amen, in Exodus 16, it tells us, amen, that there were some people, of course, that didn't listen to that admonishment and direction. And then they, they would go out and they, they, would, they would collect more than they need and they would hold on to it, amen, for the next day. And the Bible says that by the time they got up the next morning, it was rotten and it was full of maggots. God was showing them, amen, that I, I will be faithful every single day. Amen. You got to understand these are people that are following the manifestation of God's hand, leading them. Amen. Through the journey. Amen. Through the wilderness. This is God leading them. Amen. These are people that were not settled in one place. Amen. And so you have to understand this. God was teaching them that he is enough for every single day. Amen. Because here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Amen. That blessing can become a burden. Amen. If they, if they just filled it up, amen, Pastor Hood, amen, and they filled up their bags with the manna, amen, when God told them to get up and go, amen, they would be, they would have to carry this burden of provision behind them, amen. I've been to enough churches, amen, to see, amen, people that have sat on the blessings of God, amen. Oh, come on, somebody. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 22, the blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich and it addeth no sorrow. Amen. Can I tell you, I've been to enough churches, amen, to see people that are blessed, amen, but they're sitting on the where they're warehousing the blessing of God, and it has now become a, ah, come on, it has now become a burden to their life and not a blessing. God has blessed you to be a blessing to this world, amen, ah, come on, amen. Amen. God didn't clean you up. Amen. And move in your heart. Amen. For you to sit on a pew somewhere. But God, amen, it called you out of darkness into his marvelous light that you may reach over to somebody and say, come on, honey, you can get up. You don't have to stay where you're at. I serve a God. Amen. This is a God. Amen. That knows. This is a God that doesn't want, doesn't want the blessing to become a burden. Amen. And I'm not here today. I know this is the sacrifice Sunday, amen, the super Sunday. Amen. And you, you filled out your pledges. I'm not just talking about money today, but I'm talking about your time, your talents, and your treasure. Amen, God. Amen, young person. Amen, elder. I, you may not be in work right now, but can I tell you, amen, and after school, whatever your situation is, you have precious time that can be used for the honor and the glory of God. Amen. You have precious time that can be used to speak a word of life and hope to somebody that's never heard this precious gospel. Amen. You have an opportunity with the blessing of God that you have. 
Don't let the blessing become a burden in our lives. Amen. The manna also, amen, in Exodus chapter 16 and verse 33, amen, God tells Moses to tell Aaron to take a pot and put an omer full of the manna therein and lay it up before the Lord and it to be kept for generations. Can I tell you, amen, there were people trying to hack the system and hold on to more for the next day, but it wouldn't be sustained for the night, amen. But can I tell you, when you lay things before the Lord, it will be sustained from generation to generation. Amen, I don't think you heard me to this this afternoon, amen. We serve a God, amen, things in your hands, it will always go wrong, amen. I can only do so much in my humanity, but if I choose to lay myself down before the Lord, amen, there will be a ripple effect from generation to generation. If I choose to lay my marriage down before the Lord, there will be a ripple effect from generation. Amen. You know what? I feel in the Holy Ghost right now. Amen. There's so many times us in our, in our belief and our Pentecostalism, we can get so fixated on doing it on our own, but we need God in everything that we do. We can't do this without Amen. We are never good enough. We can only take it so far. Amen. We can only take it so far. But God desires, amen, to show us anything laid before the Lord will be sustained for generations to generations. Amen. The manna revealed their heart. Numbers chapter 10, the Bible tells us they were at Mount Sinai and God gave them the law. The Bible goes on to tell us that many perished due to idolatry and the Bible says in Numbers chapter 11 that the people begin to complain and murmur before the Lord. The Bible says this in the mixed multitude that was among them fell a lusting and the children of Israel also wept again and said who shall give us flesh to eat? We remember the fish which we did eat in Egypt freely, the cucumbers, the melons and the leeks and the onions and the garlic. But now our soul is dried up. Our soul is dried away. There's nothing at all besides this manna before our eyes. Amen. Just as God told Moses that I would use their appetite to reflect the condition of their heart, whether they would follow my law or not. Amen. We see the children of Israel looking down their nose at the blessing and the provision of God, looking back fondly at the bondage of Egypt. Can I tell you here today, I would to God that there would be a fresh revelation in our spirit, amen, that we are here today among the blessings of God, amen. I pray today that there would be a revelation in our spirit, amen, that we are among the people of God, in the presence of God, amen, with the word of God being preached to us today, amen, that we would not look down our nose at the manna from heaven. Amen. We are given a precious blessing here today. Amen. If you were under the sound of my voice, amen, if you have access to this precious word, amen, you have access to the manna from heaven. If you've been filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, with evidence of speaking in other tongues, you have access to the manna, the blessing and the favor of God, the provision of God. Where we see the children of Israel their appetites revealed their heart. In Numbers chapter 11 and verse 18 through 20, the Bible says, Therefore the Lord will give you flesh, and you shall eat. You shall not eat one day, nor, nor two, nor five, neither ten days, nor twenty. 
but even a whole month until it come out of your nostrils and it becomes loathsome unto you. As we read in our text in Psalms 106 and 13 through 15, amen, verse 15 says, And he gave them their request, but send leanness to their soul. The Bible goes on and tells us that God rained down the quail in abundance, amen, and they took of it, and they ate of it greedily, and they consumed it. And the Bible says that God sent a plague upon the children of Israel. And Numbers chapter 11 and verse 34 tells us they had to name that place, amen, the grave of cravings. Why? It's because there was a plague that on their lives and they died because of their appetites. Can I tell you, our appetite will make all the difference in the world. Amen. Our hunger and our appetites will make a difference between dying in the wilderness and getting to the promised land. Our hunger will make all the difference between barrenness and fruitfulness. Our hunger will make all the difference between being a victim and being an overcomer. Our hunger will make all the difference between being a thriving church and an unhealthy church. Our hunger will make all the difference. Oh, come on, somebody. I pray to God today, amen, that there would be a shaking in our hearts today, amen, and say, God, give me that hunger like the first time you found me, that I didn't want to be anywhere else but in your presence. I didn't want to be anywhere else but in your house amongst your people worshiping you and honoring you and glorifying you. Amen. But can I tell you, it's so easy in our humanity to get accustomed, amen, to what we feel here today. But there are people walking these very streets. There are people right out there, amen, that are walking that never felt this presence that we feel here today. It is so easy to look down our nose at the manna from heaven, the glory and the power of God that we know here today. Amen. And we can begin to, our appetites can begin to shift, amen, for the garlic of Egypt. I pray to God uh, here today, uh, God sent this preacher to tell somebody, uh, amen, let there be, uh, amen, a fresh revelation, uh, amen, a fresh desire renewed in our heart uh, for the things of God. Amen. Amen, you say, preacher. Amen. Stop preaching this doom and gloom message. Can I tell you the redemptive angle to this today? The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6, Blessed are they that which, that which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Can I tell you today, if you are here under the sound of my voice, hungering, thirsting, thirsting after a living Savior, you will be filled. You don't have to leave here the same condition that you've come, but you can leave here with joy unspeakable and full of God's glory. Uh, come on. I'm not talking about emotionalism. I'm not talking about a, a religiosity, but I'm talking about a God that could touch your life. Blessed are they which hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. It is a promise here today. And I want to have a hunger for the presence of God. In Psalm 73 and 25 says, Who have I, ha I have in heaven but you, and besides you I desire nothing on earth. Uh, amen. As a deer, the verse 42, for chapter 42 uh, says, As a deer that panteth after the water brook, uh, so pants my soul after thee, O God, uh, my soul for God, uh, for the living God. Can I tell you, uh, I pray to God today uh, that there would be a renewal in our heart uh, to say, God, I don't want anything else uh, but your presence. Uh, there is nothing on this earth. Uh, amen. 
moment that will satisfy my soul, but your presence. Amen. I'm going to have a hunger for God's word. Amen. Psalms 119 and 103 says, How sweet are thy words unto my taste, yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Amen. There is no sweeter words than the word of life. Amen. There is no sweeter word than the word of life. Amen. I didn't say opinion. I didn't say self-help speech. Amen. But I said there is nothing greater than the word of God. Amen. I'm reminded, amen, in Matthew chapter 13 when Jesus concluded telling the parable of the sower and the seed. His disciples come to him and they ask him, Lord, Master, why do you speak in parables? He tells them, he says, uh, amen, pretty, pretty simply, he tells them, it is for those that have spiritual understanding. And those that don't have understanding will not hear it. You gotta understand there's a, there's a mix there, and this is another message for another time, but there is a mix there between mercy and judgment. Because when the word of God goes forth and you understand it, you are held accountable for what God said. So what Jesus Christ was doing in parables is sometimes, amen, uh, he was shielding people through his mercy because he knew if they heard the word, uh, they were required to respond uh, to his word. Amen, but we, we, we see in verse 12, amen, he tells them, uh, whosoever hath, amen, uh, they shall get more. And he goes on to say they will receive in abundance. Uh, and those that, that don't have it, uh, amen, they, 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 they will actually come to the place where I will take it away from them. Uh, can I tell you, uh, what is he saying? He says, I will give abundance to those uh, that possess more understanding. Uh, and I will take away from those uh, that don't value the word of God. Uh, I will take away understanding. Uh, possession of spiritual understanding uh, does not come from... Uh, from casual Christianity, but it comes from hungry people that desire more of God, amen, amen, than the garlic of Egypt, amen, and the flesh of quail, amen, it comes from people that have made up their mind, I will hear from God, I don't care who's preaching, I don't care if I like him or I don't like him, it is the word of God, and I need to hear from what the Lord has to say. Amen, it is for people that have a desire to understand the nature and the character of God. Amen, I want to have a desire, a greater desire and a hunger for the house of God. How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth after the court of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for a living God. Hallelujah. When was the last time, amen, we woke up on a Sunday morning and said, oh, I need to get to the house of the Lord. Amen. I wonder what... When was the last time, amen, on prayer night and said, I can't wait to get to the house of God and pray with the people of God. I can't wait, amen, to lock arms with my brother and worship the Lord. I can't wait, amen, to get into the house of God. There's no place I'd rather be. This is a house of deliverance. This is a house of strength. This is a house where lives are changed. The musicians can come today. Amen. Matthew chapter 4. It tells us the story of Jesus as he fasted for 40 days. And if you study your Bible at all, there's a motif in 40. It denotes a time, amen, of testing. 
In this case, Jesus' appetites were being tested. His hunger was being tested. Jesus was hungry, and the Bible says that Satan appeared unto him, and he tempted him to turn the stones to bread. And Jesus, of course, he knew the word, and so he responded and said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And we see the, the ante being lifted up, and Satan takes Jesus to a high mountain. I'm sorry, he takes him to the temple in Jerusalem first, and he tells him, cast yourself down and, and save yourself. and Prove that you are the Son of God. So Satan began to question his identity. There's also another motif here that that's tying back to Adam and Eve. What did he do? He tempted them with the fruit. They questioned their identity. You can be like God. The devil works in a pattern. But he began to question his identity. And then he goes on to say that he takes Jesus to a high mountain. And he promises him all the glorious kingdoms of the world if he would just bow down and worship him. Jesus had to remind Satan that thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. The Bible goes on to tell us that Satan leaves, and Jesus in the weakness of his flesh. The Bible goes on to say that the angels of the Lord came down and ministered to him. Do you know what that means, that they ministered to him? It didn't mean that they preached to him mean that they ministered in song. They fed him. After the testing of their, his hunger, after the testing of his identity, after the testing of who he was, the Bible says that the angels of the Lord came down and fed him. Can I tell you, when you get your appetites right before the Lord, and you push back, amen, the quail, and you push back the garlic and the melons and the fish, and you say, I'm done with this world. I'm done with sin. I'm done, amen, with all the vices that I've lived through to, to sustain myself from day to day. I'm done, amen. I'm preaching to a visitor here today, amen, where you've sought high and low, amen, looking to fulfill the hunger in your heart. But there is a God here today that desires to minister to your soul. Amen. There is bread of heaven here today in this altar. Amen. If somebody comes to a place of repentance and says, God, I'm sick and tired, amen, of the, of the fish of the bondage of Egypt. And God, I need this manna from heaven. I need your glory to minister to my life here today. Can we stand to our feet all across this building right now? Hallelujah. Amen, saint of God. Amen, if you've been here for some time, amen, you've been living for God, it's easy, amen, to look down our nose, amen, and get tired of the manna from heaven. But can I remind you today, amen, it is the blessing of the Lord, it is the provision of God. Amen, God is here today to remind you of the blessing through the manna of God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, give us a fresh revelation of hunger for you. 
Let there be a renewal in our spirit right now in the name of Jesus. From the oldest to the youngest, God. God, I don't want to get tired of the manna from heaven, Lord, but I'm hungry for you. I'm hungry for more of you, Lord Jesus. I'm tired of doing this on my own, oh God. But God, I trust you. I stand in all of you. Amen. These altars are open right now. Amen. Visitor friend, if you're tired of living off the fat of this world and you just want to receive from the Lord here today, amen, this altar is open. God desires to fill you with the baptism of his spirit. All you have to do is lift up your hands and say, God, I'm tired. Amen. Of the fish of Egypt, I'm tired of living life the way I've lived it, God. It's only brought me so far. I've only caught myself in a mess, and I'm asking you, God, to forgive me. Wash me, cleanse me, God. I pray right now, forgive me for every trespass, every sin. And just begin to worship the Lord. And God will fill you with the baptism of the Holy Ghost right now. God will fill you with the Spirit right now. With the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's the blessing of the Lord. That is manna from heaven. That is... Bring your spouse with you. Bring your neighbor with you. Let's come and let God fill us. 